Welcome to the Accepted Authority, where we talk about how to solve a common growth challenge. With me, as always, is Greg Roweth. G'day, Greg. G'day, Andy. Uh, I'm Andy Marmont, and yeah, today's topic, we're going to talk about how do we build and create compelling customer stories. We all know that the, the language that the customers use in their testimony is, is the most powerful sales tool that we have to win new clients. However, I feel like there's a bit of a challenge out there because how do we do it? How do we go about doing it? It's more useful than simply saying, here's a contact number. You can speak to, you know, John Smith and he'll give you a good reference because that's something that we talked about recently, Greg. So let's talk about how do we build customer stories? You know, what's a good story look like? How do we build it ourselves? What sort of information do we need to gather? And then how can we use it? From a in the sales process potentially, or from a digital process. So, um, yeah, tell me first of all, Greg, about your your conversation recently with someone who they asked about. Well, how do I uh, should I just give a phone number of a mm. client to a to a potential client? So, talk me through the context around this. Yeah, and um, yeah, that's exactly the situation. I think from my experience too. You now, the last thing I want to hear when I've you know explain to the client what we can do for them or potential client. You know, we're talking to someone in a sales situation and, uh, you know, laying out how we're going to help them. Uh, we tell them the, the price and um, and they say, oh, is there someone I could call <laughs> that you've worked with before? Um, to me, that has always, well, never <laughs> or very rarely actually resulted in a positive outcome it's probably a delaying tactic or it just really means that the client uh, isn't convinced that we're the right fit mm-hmm. and you know so they maybe want some extra um, proof or um, reassurance that we are a good fit but you know whatever they're looking for they're never really going to find from another client and you know that's the experience I had this week with one of my clients who um you know, had that experience happen to them and, uh, you know, they kind of said, well, who can I call, um, you know, to check you out? <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, so what that means is you haven't really established credibility, um, trust or authority in, in that relationship. Um, and you want to obviously avoid that situation as much as you can um, because, of, you know, very often doesn't result in a, a positive outcome. So, yeah, how do we avoid that situation? And as we've discussed, you know, telling customer stories all the way through our, our marketing and sales process, I think, is a very valuable way to, uh, to do that because what the client is really looking for is, well, you know, have we done this work before? You know, have we done it for someone like them? Have we solve the problem that they have and have we actually achieved a successful outcome in that situation so i think you know a lot of people rely on testimonials to do that you know i've seen web pages with you know reams and reams of you know customer testimonials i don't know about you but i very rarely read those or you know watch them they they're good to have but I don't know how many people actually take the time to, to look at them or you know, consume them. 
Um, but if you can tell a story about a success, you know, and uh, you know the way to do that is, you know, very much. I think you know the probably one of the best ways to build authority is to say we had this problem with a client in the past, and here's what we did to fix it, and this was the outcome they achieved. Um, so, you know, if you can build numerous stories and tell that in a number of different ways through your marketing, through your educational content, through your one-on-one uh, -on -one discussions or conversations, then I think if you do that enough, people will get to see, oh, wow, you've actually solved my problem before with a positive outcome for people like me in situations like I'm facing, you must know what you're talking about. So if you do that, they don't need to ring somebody else to find that out. I think what you've touched on there is, is great, Greg. You talk about like personalization and context around building customer stories. When we're focused with creating content and we want to make it personalized and relevant to someone, it also extends to the customer story aspect too. So many times you'll get clients and they'll say, okay, I know what you do broadly, but as you said, tell me about an example where it's in my industry and, and then how do you help? And I think mm. you're spot on there and also the way that you go about doing it, it it's, it's really about contextual because we know nowadays that mm. we, uh, yeah, as you said, pages of, of testimony, of quotes, it doesn't quite cut it anymore. I mean, one of the most effective ways that I've seen using a strong customer story is, for example, if you're doing a webinar, we'll call it an event or a presentation, having having your customer in the crowd mm. and actually saying, uh, you know what, so Greg, can you, can you just tell us a little bit about your experience in their live and they actually tell them about the testimonial. Mm. And to me, that that's the most powerful thing I've ever seen because it's mm. not created, it's not curated, it's, it's not sort of slanted, it's effectively the client is in their words sort of telling that story. So that's one way I've seen it done really well. But I think maybe we could move a bit deeper around how do we build that and what how do we do it in the context of mm. our sales process and also from the digital perspective. So what what have you seen, Greg, you know, work well about how do we how do we tell those stories? Yeah. Yeah, well, I love that example you just shared because that's probably as good as you can get, you know, having the person live in the audience. Um, you know, people can see. And, you know, ideally they don't think it's a, a setup. <laughs> Maybe it is, but, it, um, but you know, what the client says is actually real and, and authentic. And that's the key to it, you know, having real authentic comments from clients. Um, but, you know, what can you do if you don't have them in a room <laughs> with your clients? Um, and I think, you know, having um, case studies in your marketing material uh, and as we've talked about, you know, Marketing is not about self-promotion. It's about education and um, showing your clients um, that you understand their problem and that you understand how to solve it, but then describing the experience that you've had with somebody else who had that same problem, you know, take them through step-by-step step how you solved that problem for the previous client or maybe multiple clients. Um, you know, that's a way of showing that expertise um, but another way, and I actually did this on my webinar on last Wednesday, is 
you know, I've got a number of um, video testimonials of clients on my website, but I use those and you know, intersperse them into my webinar at various points where I um, you know, talked about one of the methods or one of the, the, the strategies that we use, but then you know, use a testimonial. So it could be you know, a written test that with a client or a video testimonial where you know, they will then see the client you know, they're not live in that situation, but it's the next best thing to have a video with the client in their words, telling them what was achieved through that process and maybe, you know, step by step what you did and, and what was achieved. So, yeah, numerous Excellent. ways you can do it. But I think that, you know, the key is you're having that related in what was done, what was achieved and ideally in the client's words as that's been communicated. Well, I'll just touch on that too, something I've seen uh, when analysing a number of different consulting firms for different clients and, and projects uh, in our expert positioning pathway. We, I noticed that there's a tendency to create these stories but actually have them slanted in a certain way. So to me, there's, um, there's rational and logic. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about facts, we're talking mm-hmm. about statements we're talking about things like awards mm. um you know big numbers experience been in for x amount of years mm. that tends to dominate a lot of the language when we talk about these sort of customer stories we focus a lot mm. on that but what i'd love to see is more of an emphasis around um around emotion mm. and around building stories so when we say emotion we actually have some vulnerability in there and an area that i think a lot of companies don't quite get is actually being vulnerable and actually talking about when it doesn't quite go right because Mm. the hero in the story is how they solve that and then obviously get the result that they have. So I guess what we're saying here, it doesn't always have to be all all roses Mm. and having injecting a little bit of an idea. So, you know, maybe the project failed a bit, Mm. maybe something happened and it all went downhill. However, we're able to get back on track and therefore deliver, mm-hmm. you know, X, Y, and Z. I'd love to see more of that in the storytelling mm. around customer stories. Um, I think around, and in terms of building the story, again, there's a tendency to go into a very formulaic approach. Mm-hmm. You know, what was the, ch- like, who's the client? What was the challenge? Mm-hmm. How do we approach it? What was the solution? I don't know about you, but, you know, I'd rather, you know, stick a, a finger in my eye or something to read those sorts of case studies. Yep. <laughs> Again, you know, think about, like, to me, this is sort of where this, this stuff is going. Uh, we know about Netflix, you know, Prime, mm-hmm. SBS. Mm-hmm. We, that's entertainment, right? So we yep. want to get into the idea is, well, how do we inject our own entertainment, our own storytelling into the customer story? Mm-hmm. So really... Um, uh, you know, when I think about when I when I worked as a freelance writer, I had to come up with these feature ideas and then create articles around people. Mm-hmm. And I always start with injecting maybe an element where, you know, things are really not going very well at all, you know. Yeah. So, um, and that, because that's really the hook, you want to grab people straight away. So almost think of it about mm. like a, a movie trailer. You want to inject yeah. a bit of drama at the start and then, of course, you can build in a case of, you know, the hero swooping in and solving the day. Um, obviously, had to overcome quite a few challenges to get there. But once they did together, they're able to, you know, solve the, 
universe mm-hmm. problems and create a great result for all. So um, I probably just maybe just leave it at that around. Mm. Don't focus on the logic and the rational and the facts and the awards so much. Think about how you can inject, uh, you know, some drama, talk about some vulnerability and create something that you'd actually be interested in reading rather than, you know, a case study for a case study sake because it doesn't really do a lot. No, I love that, Andy. And, um, yeah, you talked about the emotion. I, I think that's the critical thing. Um, now, I actually saw this done brilliantly on a webinar during the week that I was watching. And, um, yeah, the, the host, if I can call him that, you know, used some video, um, well, very short clips, but you know, almost like, you know, in some cases, uh, people were in tears just being so grateful for the transformation they've achieved, you know, wow. because of the work they'd done together. And, um, yeah, so that was all emotion. <laughs> um, you know, he provided the logic and, you know, the steps, but they provided the motion of the, the transformation, the outcomes, uh, and, you know, the, the, and that emotion really shows what, what does that really mean? You know, so it's not just the extra income or the, mm. you know, the, you know, the more healthy lifestyle or you know whatever the outcome is. It's just the meaning that that has from yeah you know, that transformation from where they were to where they are now. Yes, that's what our clients want to know about. And yes. yeah, they you know everyone feels emotional about that. And, you know, if they're not feeling the pain of the situation they're in. Um, to the point where they're desperate to change, then they're probably not going to go ahead and not be a client anyway. So in our stories, we really need to highlight that so that they empathise with the the people that we're talking about. You know, they really see themselves in that situation as well. And then, you know, see the other side, see the end result that, you know, the result that they're really looking for and that emotional release of, yeah, we made it. Wow. You know, and I think you know what I see on on you know most professional um, websites, you know, consultants' websites is bland. Here's who we are. Here's what we do. You know, there's no emotion in that. There's no customer testimonials. There might be, um, you know, here's clients we work for, but it's just names or maybe you know here's what we did. There's no emotional outcome. Um, so yeah, there's a and even LinkedIn profiles and you know content on LinkedIn you know we can really elevate that there's so much how-to stuff on LinkedIn now that I think it's you know just white noise really we're we're over overwhelmed and not even we don't care about the next seven tips we read and you know are they the same as the last seven tips we heard you know there's so much of that that I think doesn't get cut through but yeah stories with emotion is where it's at Fantastic. Well, I'm getting uh, I'm getting emotional just thinking about yeah. the stories that you've just been saying around those transformations. So I think that's a big a big takeaway from today is is really about uh, you know using the customers, um, building stories around them that actually are reflective of their journey. So focus on the emotion. I think when we're talking to them, we can obviously ask the right sort of questions, but obviously we want to focus on you know, before and after, the feeling, what it meant to them in their lives, but also from their business transformation. And uh, I think you've just touched on there uh, as, as well, Greg, around we want to aspire to create 
content that people actually want to consume. And that extends not just to obviously what we're talking about now, but all across our, our, our content, our marketing. So yeah, really, I found it fascinating. Thanks for sharing, Greg, and I hope you did too if you're listening or watching. Um, so we might sort of wrap it up there. Um, Greg, tell us, where do we find you online? Um, yes, on LinkedIn. Uh, just search for Greg Roworth and you'll find me. Otherwise, um, on my website at businessflightpath.com. Awesome. I'm Andy Marmont on LinkedIn. We can check out the website, which is concurve com.au this has been the accepted authority thanks so much for your time and we'll see you next time bye